Hey guys, welcome to the AfterBuzz TV recap of Roadies Season 1, Episode 7. A lot going on in this episode. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV super fan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Solo karaoke tonight. Hey guys, I am your host, Tamara Brown. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am uh, flying solo tonight as Madison Conklin is out of town, so you just got me keeping it real intimate tonight for the Roadies After Buzz panel. Uh, Episode 7, this one is called Carpet Season. Uh, By the way, you can find me on the interwebs at... Hey Tamra on Snapchat and at Brown Tamra on Twitter. I had to think about my own handle for a second there. Uh, Carpet season, guys. That's the name of this episode seven. And uh, I, I thought, like maybe many of you did, that we were going to see a red carpet. But this actually um, alluded to uh, Bill's AA session. That was a little. That was a fun glimpse into a little bit more expose on on Bill. Slowly growing on me, I think. I'm liking him more and more. Um, so, this episode starts out a little bit gruesome. We see a car accident at the top of this episode. And uh, it took a while. It took a while to find out what the significance of that was. But um, we see we see a car accident. It f- comes to find out, you know, nobody was hurt. They probably got out. Um, Bill's telling Kellyanne that uh, he's seen... He's seen a few flipped cars in his day, and uh, they share um, a photo that Kelly has uh, taken of um, a bird eating KFC, cannibal bird. I don't know about you, but that popped into my head, that viral image of the uh, the KFC rat, the photo that somebody thought that uh, KFC had deep fried a rat, and then it turned out turned out to be false, but that's what I thought at that moment. Um, so this episode, Carpet Season, there's a lot going on, just like every episode of Roadies. So much to talk about, but because I'm flying solo tonight, we're going to try to keep it, keep it as brief as possible. So in this episode, we see, um, Bill is in an AA meeting. We know at this point that Bill has, um, he's, you know, dealing with being sober. He's been sober for two years now, uh, but it's getting a little hard for him now that Christopher is drinking again and as we know he and christopher are buddies since childhood so you know if uh if your sober buddy starts drinking again that might be difficult for you trying to still remain sober and uh in this aa meeting that he goes to he has this very metaphorical (laughs) uh sort of um story he weaves about how he is a carpet salesman and uh, how much he cares about carpet. What do you guys think was 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 carpet music in general was carpet the band? Um I think carpet I think carpet meant music and his love for music is is what is what keeps him um you know keeps him on the road. Uh, so that was that was a fun um, dramatic scene to start the episode out with. We also um, we know that it's Shelley's birthday, and uh, Shelley's husband does something very sweet this episode. As Shelley and Bill have gotten closer and closer, we sort of 
start to assume that maybe Shelley and Bill are going to, you know, uh, requite this this romance that they've been been having. But like, I don't know. I I really uh, felt for uh, Shelley's husband on this episode. And uh, so, what could that mean for the future? Like, if if we're if if we're if we're feeling some sympathy for Shelley's husband uh, being you know, such a doting husband when it's her birthday and doing something so sweet with hiding her gift in the in the seats. I feel like further down the road, something's going to come of that. Like once we finally meet, I can't wait to meet Shelly's husband. Oh, I can't wait to find out who plays Shelly's husband, find out more about him. But um, my guess right now is that it's going to be the finale when we actually when we actually meet uh, Shelly's husband. I'm guessing it's going to be episode 10. Um, so, oh boy, guys, this character of, what's her name? Abby Van Ness, the monster that is introduced in this episode. Abby Van Ness. I guess she's supposed to sort of be like an a- a- Annie Leibovitz, you know, just renowned photographer. Nobody, she just has carte blanche. Nobody questions her style and her artistic eye and everything like that. Or, um, you know, her, her history with the Rolling Stones and, and everybody that Johnny Cash and the name dropping left and right of everybody that she's worked with and, um, you know, has on her resume. How much do you love Shelly? I've made no secret that, you know, Shelly has kind of been a lukewarm character for me haven't haven't been on the Shelly wagon yet like I I can't I haven't quite gotten on board with her as you know she's okay but like she really hasn't stood out to me as like one of my favorite characters yet but I loved in this episode how Shelly really stood her ground and uh you know Abby tried to put her in her place and you know push her around a little bit but Shelly wasn't having it she really she's you know the tour manager and she's uh or she's the production manager and she she really rose to the occasion. Go Shelley. That was a, that was an impressive stand, and uh, I don't I don't think I previously would have thought her capable of that. So I really enjoyed that. Um, Carla is really doing a great job with the Shelley char- character. I'm really I'm enjoying that this episode. This episode I like Shelley. Um, let's see. Okay, so we also have um, yeah Chris. Chris is drinking again, so everybody's a little worried about what's going to happen with that. Is the band going to spiral? We seem to always be on the cusp of disaster. Like, the crew is always waiting for the band to just implode and everything. That's why they have these rituals and these superstitions and these, you know, ceremonies because they're always trying to seem to ward off, like, uh, some sort of horrible curse that they think is going to happen. Do you guys see it? I, I don't I don't think anything terrible is going to happen. I don't think the the band is cursed, however many times Kellyanne says that she thinks they might be cursed. Uh, but Christopher is drinking again, and that's not a good thing. So we find out at the end of the episode that the songs that he's written while he's drunk uh, have actually been pretty decent. Um, Reg and Phil and Bill... Uh, seem to it, the episode ends with sort of this tone of like it might be okay that Christopher is drinking again which is an odd message to put out there in the ether uh, but you know maybe on a rock and roll tour who knows uh we we 
we kind of are saying, okay, Chris, that's all right. You're going to start drinking again. If it makes you more creative and artistic, then have at it, buddy. Go for it. Um, that was the message that I got. <laughs> um, guys, how happy are we to see the return of Ron White? Always, always a shining star. Um, the Phil character in Roadies. He's so much fun in every scene. He steals every scene that he's in. Um, super fun to see Phil back, not just over, not just over FaceTime or, you know, over the phone. Um, Phil is back in full force. Toten is gun and everything that goes along with, with Phil. Um, it's nice that Phil, uh, hasn't, you know, uh, not necessarily showing any aggression (laughs) towards Reg, but he gives him a little bit of a warning and he lets him know how he handles his enemies he he's like a what's that animal that sort of like looms in the shadows and you never quite know when it's going to pounce phil phil sort of lets reg know that just kind of everything's cool we're chill but you might want to watch your back buddy um which is you know probably smart for phil because my guess is that he's not really he's he's never going to uh, fulfill that threat. I think I think the threat to Reg is really all he's trying to do. He just he just wants Reg to be scared. I don't think he's ever actually going to retaliate uh, against Reg for for firing him. Um, and you know, Reg says that it, it wasn't him. He's just the messenger. Don't shoot the messenger, which Phil could literally do. Uh, but you know, Reg says it was Preston and. I was just delivering the message. So I think I think Phil just kind of threatening Reg is all that he wanted to do. I don't think there's going to actually be a uh, a retaliation. But, hey, that's my opinion. Maybe we'll see. We'll see down the road. Maybe he's going to off Reg. You never know. He's a loose cannon, that one, that Phil. Um, we've got, oh, you know, uh, how much do you we how much do we love these uh, these guest these guest appearances these openers? Um, we've had Lindsay Buckingham, we've had Mark Maron, um, we've we've had the hint of Jack White. Uh, not sure if that one's actually going to come to fruition or not, but it was uh, it was really nice in this episode to meet Halsey, and she was a delightful character. Um, There's a little bit of chemistry between she and Wes in this episode. And and that was really nice to see. Um, you know, we've, we've heard that Wes is a, is a great guitar player. Oh, and they're in Seattle, by the way. Um, so, uh, Wes has a history with Pearl Jam. So this is sort of a city that, um, that Wes is presumably familiar with. Um, so he was, you know, he, he got to show, uh, his guitar skill to Halsey and she offers to have him join her band. And it's sort of a weird offer, I think, because she's like, you can play in the band and also be a, be a a techie. So I feel like, uh, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of like be, that's like, um, you know, we're going to promote you to, you know, manager of McDonald's, but you're still going to have to clean the bathroom. I don't know. Uh, but Wes was more than happy to have it. Um, I think because he had a little bit of a crush on Halsey, but, um, Winston overhears that offer. Halsey offers 
Southwest the job and Winston overhears it. And uh, poor Winston, he thinks he's going to lose the one babysitter that he's actually gotten along with and that has actually been able to give him a little bit of discipline. Um, so, so do we want Wes to take that job? Um, hey, by the way, guys, big news. We're going to have Winston be a guest on our last, on the last episode of Roadies, episode 10, which is going to air the last Sunday of August. I believe it is Sunday the 28th. Tune in for that after buzz because we are going to have Winston here on the panel with us. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so, you know, at the end of the episode, Halsey has to tell Wes that, like, uh, oh, we don't have it in the budget. Uh, we don't have room on the bus. It seems like just a lot of, like, lame excuses. She kind of just jumped the gun. Because maybe, you know, Wes is a handsome dude. Maybe she she got a little, you know, she had a little thing for him, too. They definitely had some chemistry together. So she kind of jumped the gun in, in offering him uh, to join her tour. And uh, lame excuses why it didn't work out. But all the best for Winston because... Um, he gets to he gets to keep his babysitter and the band gets to keep their espresso maker. So that's pretty rad for everyone all around. I don't think I, I, I think Wes was torn about whether he really wanted to go or not anyway. Um, but that weird little like fake, you know, fake fight breakup between Wes and and Halsey. Uh, I think Winston we've, we've seen that Winston is a very precocious child. It's a really smart kid. Um, I feel like the dramatics of that of that fake fight. I can't go with you, no matter what you offer. I think he's too smart to fall for it. But um, but I don't think he cared. Like I, I think he he that kid would know that that fake that fight was fake. But um, uh, I think he he was just happy to have Wes staying on tour with him, uh, and that's all that mattered to him. So. Oh, well, um, <laughs> we've got, oh, and then, you know, when, when Wes was telling Kelly Ann that, you know, I think I'm going to leave and she's like, you should, you should go. Uh, Kelly Ann clearly didn't mean that. And so his twin sister is happy that he's staying on tour too. I think we all are. We're glad Wes is staying. Did any of us really believe that he would actually go? I didn't. I didn't. So. <laughs> this monster photographer, Abby, and her uh, her assistant, Bethany, who's just making these crazy demands. Guys, that dressing down that she gives poor Kellyanne. Now, again, I've said in, in previous reviews of this of the episodes, Kellyanne hasn't been my favorite character either because you know she's just she's just a little too perfect um, for my taste, but. These this episode and last episode where we're just seeing her be a little bit vulnerable, we're seeing her get hurt by Reg a little bit, and it's making me it's it's getting me on Kellyanne's side. I'm getting way way more behind Kellyanne. Uh, getting getting on Team Kellyanne a little bit more here because of this. Um, God, that ruthless! It was just a ruthless dressing down that that Abby gave her about. Oh, you're a photographer. Oh, I assume your your mother gave you a camera and thought that you took an amazing photo and 
um, well, guess what? You know, you don't have any talent. And she goes through her photos and she sees the picture of the car accident. And she says, oh, you're going through your uh, overturned car phase. And she sees the photo of the bird eating KFC and she's not impressed. And she's like, you have no talent. I can't even imagine if somebody that I really looked up to and idolized came at me with those kind of words. That would be, that's, that's insanity. Like, I, I think if I were in Kellyanne's position there, I would have just like covered my face and ran away. I would have, I would have died of embarrassment and of humiliation and just so, such a painful, painful scene to watch, let alone imagine what it would be like to have to deal with that. And then, just like Shelly stands up to her, Kellyanne stands up to her, too, and is just like, what did she say? Like, you're just a cold, awful person. And, you know, that, that was kind of enough. Like, she just needed to say, like, you're a terrible person. And, oh, by the way, my mom, like, oh, I'm an orphan, so you're also an asshole for suggesting that my mom coddled me. Like, just Kelly's two sentences she said to her there, that was kind of uh, kind of enough to just be like, put to put Abby in her place. So that was that was very enjoyable. And uh, rooting for you now, Kellyanne. Good job. Um, let's see. We, we, the, the photo shoot that, that Abby only had like 10 minutes to get of the band before they go on stage because, you know, Shelly's not making any room for, for Abby. Um, they, you know, she's got all these weird props and she's saying they're not going to want to put on makeup and you're not going to get them on the horse and blah, 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 blah. Well, we see how that just blows up and turns into this like crazy chaotic scene. Chris won't turn and face the camera. And yeah, she's not able to get any shot of the entire band until Kellyanne just walks by and, and happens to hit, you know, and she gets it. So we see the little shot that that she gets uh, of the band and everything flying and uh, Abby sort of like she sees the picture. She sees the photo that Kellyanne took and then she like looks up and we see Kellyanne walking off in the distance and she kind of does this like turn. She does this turn to uh, what's her name? Abby Van Ness. What do we think that that meant? Was Kelly saying like, you're welcome? You know, did she take the picture intentionally knowing that that uh abby van ness was gonna get credit for it or was that her saying like just i just wanted to show you my talent or was that like um was she assuming that she was gonna get credit for it when abby eventually publishes it i don't i don't know i don't i, I don't have an opinion of what to take away from that from that little turn that Kellyanne did after she snapped the picture. Uh, let me know what you think. Um, I guess we'll find, maybe we'll find out in a future episode. I, I don't know if they're going to revisit that photo, if it's going to come back. Um, but I'm curious. I'm curious if Abby is going to take credit for that photo or give credit where credit is due. Um, let's see. Looking at my notes here, is there anything else? Um, oh, there's an interesting, you know, Reg and Kellyanne, because Reg wanted to... Oh, we didn't talk about Mike Finger yet. So he steals... We find out that he stole the yearbook, and he also stole the iPad. Um, and so they know right away. I, I, 
right away, uh, as soon as they said uh, these things are missing, who could have stole them? I think all of our minds went to Mike Finger. Um, so then they just show up at, at his house and uh, confront him about it because uh, Puna, is that the character's name, has find my find my iPad. As we all, all of us who are Apple savvy, we have that we have that installed because you need it in this day and age. So they go to Mike Finger's house and they find this like amazing just museum of artifacts. And Phil and Bill and Reg just have this moment of, you know, just going down memory lane. Even though Reg hasn't been there that long, but like he gets to join Phil and Bill on this like trip down memory lane and the Frisbee and different they're explaining the different photos from this and that not even realizing that somebody was there to to take these photos and somehow mike finger which they called him the band's archivist all got this in his possession it was almost it was almost border it was it was it obsessive i didn't i didn't find it i didn't find it like creepy or anything because i feel like there's people that really are that into a band that they get that obsessed and have, you know, a room in their house devoted to a band. I don't find that that weird. Maybe some people do. But I, I, I find Mike Finger to just be like just just a enthusiastic fan. I don't find his obsession, you know, overwhelming or too creepy or anything like that. I think he's I, 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 I you know, it's, it's important to have people out there like that that have that much invested in their love of a band. I really appreciate that. I don't have a. You know, I don't have an homage in my house to to a certain band, but that doesn't mean that I wouldn't one day. Maybe I will. Um, but you know, they Phil goes, Phil goes, and and you know, is his threatening does does his threatening to Mike Finger as well, and uh, he's able to get the iPad back, Chris's iPad back, and also the yearbook that um, Janine wanted back. So. We see that Reg is still sort of, I guess he still has feelings for Janine, despite, you know, despite what she did to him. She used him, but he wants to be the one to give the yearbook back to Janine. Um, it was a really, that was that was a nice scene um, at the end between Kellyanne and, and Reg, um, sort of, sort of reconnecting. I think Kellyanne... Um, you know, she clearly still has feelings for Reg. And I think Reg was basically saying, like, help me. I'm I'm misguided, you know. Um, I don't I don't know if his feelings are back for her yet. Um, he's still he still seems pretty caught up on Janine. I don't know how he could be. Somebody uses you like that. That's crazy. But I think I think he'll come around maybe in the next couple episodes back to Kellyanne. And um uh, we haven't seen, you know, they mentioned last episode that Chris is starting to have a thing for Kellyanne, but we haven't really seen enough of Chris to know to see that, you know, played out or not. So maybe we're going to see that in the future, too. Let's see. Is there is there anything else that I missed that we need to um, that we need to go over before we call it a night? Uh, oh, you know, by the way, so they I didn't. Men- yeah, I did mention briefly they were in Seattle this episode. I love Bill's circle, circle up in the morning, uh, more so than Phil's, because um, just the details about, you know, Quincy Jones, and he never seems to go for the obvious, in, in whatever city he's in, 
he never seems to mention like the band that first comes to mind because you know Seattle they're in Seattle I think we all think Nirvana and you know grunge bands but um you know Phil or um Bill talks about Quincy Jones and and like all you know the history of people that maybe you didn't even know came from Seattle and I love those little details that's to me I think that's Cameron Crowe um shining through is is that like more a little bit more obscure knowledge and I I like learning those things with every episode so I'm super enjoying Bill's like specific to city morning circles um looking forward to those whatever the final four cities that they that they go to for the rest of this season I don't want could it be like I'm sure they're going to come to LA San Francisco maybe um yeah, Austin, that's probably one that they're going to hit. Um, they probably, I would assume Austin or some city in Texas, but we'll see. We've got four episodes left. No, wait. No, we've got three episodes left. I'm sorry. Three episodes left, guys. So that means three more cities that the band is going to hit and three more openers that we're going to meet. So who could it be? Um, I am, I'm sticking with maybe we're going to see Jack White in the finale. Who knows? Maybe there's going to be several people for the season finale. Very interesting to get there. So, um, yeah, uh, that was episode seven. Shelly opens up her present from her husband. Bill's the one that finds it hidden in the seat. He's about to give Shelly um, the a photo that they that they retrieved from uh, Mike Finger's house. And uh, he decides to hold off because he wants her to have a happy birthday um, with the, you know, the, the sweet moment that her, the gift that her husband gave her and she's just gonna, he's gonna let her sort of revel in that for a minute. So the will they, won't they continues, um, the back and forth, the, uh, Sam and Diane sort of romance, the Ross and Rachel, whichever parallel to TV couples you want to make, will they, won't they? Uh, I think that's just going to continue to, to happen. I don't think they're going to end up together in, in the end of the season as we draw closer as we draw closer to the end. So speaking of drawing closer to the end, guys, I think we are going to wrap it up there. So thank you so much for bearing with me alone for this uh, After Buzz TV recap of season one, episode seven of Roadies. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Please like, subscribe comment below we are so happy to have you and tell me your thoughts if you agreed or disagreed with uh anything that i said in this episode really enjoying it Get liking each of the main characters more and more so thank you again for tuning in see you next week from executive producers maria menounos kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire AfterBuzz tv staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 